21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. I always like to tell people, you know how I really got inspired? My first executive job, I worked at a place called Dynamic Graphics, and I always like to tell the story to people about how this was, they created clip art, we had magazines, I was the head of magazines, we had all these different departments, and people used to say to me, wow, that's a big company. But you know, I used to think to myself, 200 people, uh, you know, a couple hundred uh, million in revenue, it, Felt, it didn't feel like a big company to me. It actually felt like, I was like, is this a small company, a medium-sized company? Because we certainly didn't act like Adobe or Getty and things like that. And so that's really what got me started thinking about what does it take to be an effective leader in a, a small to mid-sized company? So what it takes? It really, it's a handful of capabilities. We've developed a leadership model that really looks at what makes the most successful small business leaders. And it's a combination of motivation and decision-making or what we call capabilities, a handful of uh, what I say are business capabilities and people capabilities. And if you understand what those are and really move them, and usually I like to talk to people for a little bit about, you know, if you can move, everybody does some of these things, but if you can learn to identify what they look like and just change them little by little, try to improve upon any one of those capabilities. Even the smallest move incrementally will get you exponential success. So improve your financial acumen just a little bit, and I guarantee you, your financial results, your operational results will improve dramatically. because you're, you're on this constant progress of trying to become the best possible leader. Can you tell us about your approach to leadership coaching and how you help small business uh, leaders overcome their unique challenges? And my second question is regarding your holistic approach. So you have had experience, if I understood you well now, in various industries such as tech, gaming, uh, special effects. So how have these experiences shaped your perspective on, on leadership and strategy? It's what's really funny is it has nothing to do with the industry as much as it has to do with the role. It's the small business leader. And once you understand that, I think that's the thing that people are missing. Leadership is contextual. Uh, when you want somebody who's running a, a company with 50, 100, 150 people, your skills and capabilities are very different than what is expected or what makes a leader in a Fortune 500 company successful. So I think that that's the important thing that we try to focus on is what are the skills, the ability, the knowledge, and, and basically the mindsets that you need to have that make people running small to mid-sized companies most successful? And I can tell you what those look like based on our research and our experience. And the great thing is, is it's all behavior. 
I always tell people, I'm an industrial psychologist. I'm not here to screw with your mind. I'm not here to tell you the most inspirational speech. I'm also not in there and trying to change your personality. But what I am able to do is tell you, listen, I have seen the gamut of highly effective small business leaders, and I can tell you what they do that separates them from others. And it's simply behavior. Once you understand that, you can look at yourself and say, how can I improve these behaviors? Where do I sit on that scale and how can I improve them? The entrepreneurs in the room are always going to have that entrepreneurial spirit that drives a lot of things. But as you start to what we've seen is as you start to formalize like 25 to 50, 100, the skill set looks a little different. First and foremost, I would say it's going from being the doer to being the leader. And that's probably one of the most difficult things for people to overcome is the fact that, hey, now I'm not sticking my finger in every single thing. I've got 50, 100 people here. I've got to I've got to find a way to delegate. I've got to find a way to use my time most effectively. It's always going to be a reflection of me and I'm going to be in this company every day. But I have to find ways to maximize my time and see the whole picture so that I can lead this company to better growth. And now the behavior part. So when you are doer uh, versus when you are leader, what personality traits are most important or uh, what factors? Uh... I would probably say, again, I would never say personality because personality, you have a personality and that's it. But the behaviors are what we say the capabilities. So, And we break them down into uh, business capabilities and people capabilities. So for example, and again, All of these are nothing more than capabilities that help you to make decisions. And the more effective your decisions, likely the better your results. To me, that's what great leadership looks like, being able to consistently have great results. So on the business side, we look at things like being able to be data savvy. The best leaders, small business leaders are data savvy. Uh, They think about strategy. They have a strategic mindset. Uh, They're heavily laser focused on customers. Uh, Also, they are very financial aware. They understand how my choices are going to impact the health and well-being of my organization. And then finally, they demonstrate what we say is balanced decision making. You know, they look at everything in the factor and they make the most effective choices. They don't let they're not driven by lopsided gut feelings. They make well-informed, balanced decisions. And in terms of business decisions or the business skills or capabilities, those are the five things that separate the good from the really good. And then we can flip and talk about the people side. And the same thing there. Uh, Your next valuable resource, the decisions you make about the people you work with every day are equally important and will lead to your success. So we talk about when we've looked at leaders, the best leaders are highly engaged You know, they know their people, they know the organization, they really get there in the middle of it. Uh, They know how to build relationships, not only within the company, but within build networks and work with people inside the industry. 
Uh, they're great team developers. And better, in fact, anybody in a small business has to be able to develop strong teams that are able to come up with visions and work on their own and really lead or take that, that team and drive towards the results you need them to. But what I always find interesting is, is that the next capability is we talk about being a team developer. The best small business leaders also, just like great managers, are individual developers. They're able to look at their people and every day say, let me see how I can help you to be a better associate. And in the end, that associate then helps you to have a better organization. Let's talk a little bit about those business decisions. For example, strategic thinking. What does that look like? Most people think that decisions are made in the moment. But if you think about it, the word strategy means long term. It's what's happening today, tomorrow, next week, and next year. The most effective small business leaders understand that decisions they're making today have a long-term impact. So they think about things like, how is my industry changing? Well, how do I stack up to it? What do I do that's unique? And how will I be able to play a part in this industry as things change? So again, most people, the people who are average make plans and operational plans. The people who are exceptional go out of their way to make strategic plans. They think again about today, tomorrow, five years from now, 10 years from now, and they know what it looks like and they build everything towards that success. Key lessons you try to impart to your students about entrepreneurship and small business leadership. You know, it's funny because I'm a professor at Plymouth State University and Plymouth, uh, our approach to learning is very hands-on. It's an applied learning approach. Uh, we've gotten rid of just, you come to be a business major. You come there and you work with students from all different environments and backgrounds. And if you think about it, that's what makes some of the most effective teams, people that have that 360 view. So when I talk to students about leadership or about entrepreneurship at Plymouth, uh, I talk to them in terms of what can you learn from each other? What kind of team can you put together? And how do you see this from different perspectives? Because when you see that full view, you likely have a much better idea of what the solution is to any of your business problems including what kind of business do I want to run? Do I think I have a product here that's going to be great? I might think it's great, but you know what? Once I talk to a few others, I realize not only is this not great, it's not very achievable financially or market-wise or operationally. So Plymouth has always been great about taking students from different backgrounds, putting them together and saying, how do we come up with solutions? And quite frankly, that's what every entrepreneur does really well. And hopefully, as you continue to grow your company, small business leaders do that also. They look at their team. They look at the experts in the building, as I always say. You know, you rely on your CFO. You rely on your marketing person because they help to inform you and make you a better leader and make better decisions. I've had an incredible journey. I've been so lucky. 
I started like everybody else. I went out and I worked, I went to work in sales. I was lucky enough to work for Dun & Bradstreet, one of the largest advertising and data companies in the world. Uh, so I very quickly went through the company as a salesperson. I went into training. I then went on to want some sales management opportunities. And all that time I was learning. I was learning about the different kind of business opportunities that were available. One of the great things about Dun & Bradstreet was I was working with advertising. So I would see a garage in the morning. I would see a lawyer in the afternoon. I would see a medium-sized company later on in the day. I had all this great exposure to different kinds of executives, different kinds of leaders, and different kinds of companies. So you can just imagine that as I moved on in life, I started saying to myself, hey, I think this is where I have a fit. I think these are the things I'd like to do. And so I went from more of the corporate world. I went back and I got my MBA in strategy. And then instead of going to a consulting firm, instead of going to one of the bigger companies and being you know, one of the cogs, I said, you know what? I'm going to build something. And I got out of grad school. And the first thing that I built was a Photoshop company, a Photoshop plugins company, where we made special effects. And when I got there, it was just a guy who had a great idea, the, the founder, who had a great idea and, and some graphics. And over the next couple of years, we grew that into the largest Photoshop plugin company in the world. And that came from a couple of things. It came, one, from an enthusiasm. I mean, I wanted to, I wanted to be successful, but also I was really I was motivated by the industry itself. And this is one thing I always tell small business leaders. To be successful, you have to have a passion for your industry. And in my case, my passion has always been about graphics and technology. So you can see how that would have been a great start for me. And as I move further on, and I think this is how I really started to realize that there was an issue or something that I needed to find out more about small business. I went to a company called Dynamic Graphics. Now, Dynamic Graphics was a company in Peoria, Illinois, who created clip art almost 100 years ago. And here was a company that did clip art for every major magazine and newspaper. We were getting into royalty-free photography. We had three national magazines, which I was there as a young executive running. And I used to think, this is the greatest job in the world. We're doing so much. We, we had about 150, 200 people, little satellite office in London. And people used to say to me all the time, wow, you work for a big company. And I went, no, I don't. Uh, and I couldn't really figure out what kind of company. I'm like, well, this isn't my backyard, you know, little one-person company that was started when I was younger. This is something bigger. But certainly, we're not a Microsoft. We're not an Adobe or a Getty Images. So I was really perplexed by, you know, what kind of company are we? What, you know, are we a small business, a mid-sized business? And equally important, I thought to myself, how am I going to be most effective in this role? What will make me the best leader? And over time, uh, I started reading, as, as most leaders do. I read every leadership book around. I kept trying to understand business and new philosophies. And I found one thing that was missing. Everything seemed to be about large companies. And it kept ringing in my head, wait a second, this isn't entirely what I'm doing here. And this came to go through my life as I moved from Dynamic Graphics to another company called Pandromeda, which was a, a gaming uh, company or a 3D company. Uh, this followed me through there and then ultimately into private equity, where I started seeing all of these startup companies that had all the potential to quickly grow. And the same thing kept coming into my mind. Wait a second. 
what does it take to be an effective leader here? Because it's sure as heck not the same set of skills as you need when you're running IBM or you're running Adobe or Microsoft. And that's how I ended up where I am today. I went back, I did my uh, doctoral dissertation in what we call success factors. We looked at what are the, we looked at what every single business, small business leader does and said, what do they do that's unique? What makes them super successful? I documented that. I spent years in the field then working with a lot of small business people, observing those traits, and ultimately coming down and saying, all right, now I see it and I understand it. Let's talk about why small business is unique. Let's talk about the fact that, you know, there are 63 million companies in the entire world or in North America and the U.S., and 99% of them are small. But how do you run them? Does the, the company that has one person, do you run it the same way as somebody who has 25 people or 100 people? I ended up with a lot of questions, and I know a lot of small business people had those same questions. What does a small company look like? What are the skills that needed? Uh, what are the challenges we face? And what I ended up finding, and what we talk about a lot in the book is, first off, no one, no one in academia, no one in the practitioner world really understands small business. You know how they talk about it? The SBA says any company with less than 500 employees is a small business. Now, can you imagine that? I mean, so you're telling me that a company with two employees and a company with 400, it takes, they're both the same type of organization? Yeah. And that's where we started spending time and trying to understand what's it look like. And what we ended up finding is, is that it really comes down to people. As you start to get larger, as your organization becomes more hierarchical, if you have more people and you become more formalized, you start to recognize that, again, you're looking like a larger company, but you're not. You're still a small company. And you have to be able to adapt and find ways to grow and change your leadership skills to match how your company is growing and changing. And what was your driving force and what is your mindset in, in that context through all those years and businesses and learning, learning, learning all the time? and All my time, again, that's when I, I always say to people, there's a certain motivation that's involved. And with small business people, entrepreneurs and small business people, the motivations are very clear. There's two of them. We talk about them in the book a lot. Uh, the first is success-driven. Everybody who runs, who's an entrepreneur or is a small business leader comes to the table saying, hey, I have something to prove. I want to be something. I want to be successful. Now, you could look at it any way you want, but that's a characteristic and a motivator that you see in just about everyone in small and mid-sized companies. But you know what's equally important? What I said to you earlier, uh, we call, when I talk about motivators, I talk about industry passion. I even tell some of my students when they're looking for their first job, think mostly about the industry because 
that's where you're going to be most comfortable. If you have a passion for what you do, if you have a passion for the industry, then you're going to be successful. It's going to drive you to be a better manager, a better leader someday. And I'll give you a perfect example from my own life. We were talking about the fact that, think about where I've been, graphics company, technology companies, gaming companies. So what if I told you that one of my jobs was running a travel company, an online travel company? I did. I left Dynamic Graphics to go to a startup internet travel company. And although I was successful for seven months, I was really glad when we sold the place because you know what? I hated nearly every day I was there because I don't travel. I don't like to get on an airplane. I don't like to be away from home. So I moved myself into an industry that I really wasn't passionate about. And if you stick in an area where you're not truly passionate, where you're not going, I love this. I'm so curious about what's going to happen tomorrow. I want to be a part of how to change this industry. It is very likely you're not going to be the most successful leader. Do you define yourself as a serial entrepreneur? Do you think every time about the exit strategy in your... Mm -hmm. I, I know I, for a time, was a serial entrepreneur. And again, like everybody, I don't want to say I grew up, but my growth pattern or my journey said, hey, at a certain point in time, I've achieved a lot of things in these entrepreneurial areas. And then I moved into the other side where I was investing in it. Where I'm at now in my life is more about being an advocate, being a coach, helping people to understand how do you go from being the entrepreneur, the doer, to being the leader who builds a small to mid-sized company that's sustainable and successful. And so that's where I, I would say at this point in my life, I'm not so much an entrepreneur as I am probably the biggest small business leader, cheerleader. And my goal is to be here to help small business leaders, to coach them, to help them to understand what great leadership looks like. And again, to watch the fruits of that in terms of how these companies develop and how they grow. And how do you find balance? You know, this won't sound very good, but I will tell you the truth. Uh, I don't have a lot of great balance. My balance is when I can sit down on a Saturday night and play with my Sharpay for a little bit and maybe go out to dinner with friends. I am constantly balancing writing a book, starting this new leadership company, teaching my students, trying to work with small business people in the community. Uh, most entrepreneurs, most small business leaders, their life revolves around their business and growing that company. And I think that that's where a lot of their internal validation comes from. I don't think that entrepreneurs and small business people, quite honestly, have room for a lot of balance. Now, that may not be the most mentally healthy thing to say, and that may not meet some of the things that we hear in the world today about taking time off, taking time away. But if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a small business leader wanting to grow their company, 
you don't necessarily have time for a ton of balance. And I'm going to just tell you, that's not a bad thing. It's not a negative. It's just where you're placing your priorities. And what I would also say to people is the amount of time that people spend in a company as a small business leader, as an entrepreneur, looking at their stuff, thinking about what's going to happen tomorrow, taking a stop back in the office to check on one thing, that in itself is enjoyable to small business leaders and entrepreneurs. And so maybe that's the balance. And one more thing that is enjoyable for you is watching Doctor Who. I love it. Tell us a story. <laughs> I, I have to tell you, I know it's a little nerdy, but I love Doctor Who ever since. And it's funny because I'm of the age where they used to show the old BBC series on uh, on national public television when I was a little kid, but I never watched it. I thought it was hokey. But when the new Doctor Who came out, I saw the first episode and I have never missed an episode. I even sometimes talk like a Doctor Who fan. I can talk about names and episodes and I'm thinking, oh, this is a little dorky, but that's my guilty pleasure. Everything that I do these days is about helping small business people to be more confident and more capable leaders. Because when they do, they have greater impact across their entire organization. Their financials are better. Their operations are more efficient. They have greater market share. And most importantly, their associates are happy and more committed. Uh, I believe that every small business leader has the infinite capacity to be great. But it takes time and it takes self-awareness. You have to be able to look in the mirror, the proverbial mirror, and say to yourself, huh, where are my strengths and where are the areas that I can improve? And my goal with From 50 to 500 was to talk specifically to entrepreneurs and small business leaders who were intent on growing their organizations. And what I hope you'll find if you take a look at the book is that we offer you insights into what does a small business look like? How does that growth trajectory look like over time? How can you be most successful using our high impact leadership model? What are the capabilities that lead you to be a high impact leader? And then as you finish the book and you experience it through the eyes of two small business leaders, we give you the opportunity to say, okay, it's not enough just to know what it looks like. You have to be able to look at yourself and say, what do I look like and how can I change it? So. One of the things that I'm most pleased about with this book is, is that we include a free self-assessment. So when you get done with the book, you can go online and really take a deep dive and get a picture of what does your leadership look like? And when you look at that snapshot, then you can say, okay, where do I wanna make those improvements? Where every day can I make a slight difference? Because as I said to you earlier on, it's all about, as I say, move the mean. Most people fall in the middle of a bell curve, but if you can move things just a little bit, improve one capability on one day, your results will be exponential. And that's what I really want to see for every small business leader. That's how they're going to be the greatest success. Uh, the book is available at your local bookstores, certainly on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. It's available in both uh, print, audible, and ebook. And you can always go to our website from 50 to 500.com. 
and that's the number 50 and the number 500. So from 50 to 500.com and learn a little bit more about it and see what people are saying about it. I hope you'll take a look and I hope for all of you entrepreneurs, all of you people looking to grow your business, I hope that you'd look at that model, embrace it, and be the best, most impactful leader that you can be. 21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskorik.